0: Alright, Thank you very much once again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning to Edward Jagero podcast. I, today we are going to be talking about doing the impossible. And uh, in my life there have been quite impossible things, at least things that I considered impossible. And one of them is uh, traveling from the village to come to Nairobi and start my education. Uh, you know, and uh, my life I think has always been about impossibilities. I started CMS Africa Summit, an event that goes from one African city to the other. I have self-published uh, four books, something that I thought was a huge impossibility. And uh, I believe there are a lot of people who want to do a, f- a lot of things, but they have always seen them as mountains, things that they cannot surmount. And that is why today I'm having somebody that I think has done it's impossible. I, th- I think it's a miracle that he even actually did it. Elvis Muniz, how are you doing? I'm doing very good, brother. Thank you very much. When you and Judici came to my office and said that you wanted to, you had a book that you had written, uh, and you told me that you had cycled from uh, Chile to Kilimanjaro. That is, from South, in, that is in South America, right?
1: Yes. Chile. To,
0: to, to, to Arusha.
1: To Arusha. To Arusha, yeah. uh,
0: Kilimanjaro. The How many kilometers were they? 11,000 miles? Well,
1: it's about uh, 57,
0: 37. 37,000 37, 37,
1: miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> over, over
0: 57 countries. Over 57 countries. Yes. I find that unbelievable. Of course, you gave us the book, as core Media, to... To edit, uh, publish, and print, which I'm very grateful. Thank you very much, <laughs> because yeah, so, you can imagine yeah, the, yeah. the book
1: is written in English, and the um, <laughs> English is my probably third third language, yeah, um, which I hardly understand, but I can I make sound, and yeah, write yeah, things yeah, using yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you've done an amazing job, yeah, and I'm really grateful.
0: Thank you very much. So um, perhaps maybe just give me a story of I was born in the village and. You have told me that you were born in the village, that you're a ghetto man. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think sometimes we live in the village, and the things that we that we surmount, the things that we want to do are impossible.
1: Yes, brother Oru um the my growing up in the 40s of kilimanjaro give me a lot of uh, time to reflect maybe. Yeah. Mm. um spending a time on those by the riverside maybe uh, as i was growing up and watching the frogs and butterfly mm. um, the in general the nature inspired me a lot and um mm. uh, i i decided uh, cycling because of nature because yeah. um, i mm. wanted to share the story of where i grew up yeah. Um, when I left the village, um, come to the urban uh, um, urban areas, just mm. thought that there was something missing. Yeah. And for me, particular was um, motivation and inspiration. Mm. Um, I would see all the like announcement and magazine about this and that, but I, I didn't see myself as coming from the village and moving to the ghetto, um, where where I'm standing. Mm. Uh, when I look around, uh, all of us we were like struggling. Yeah. But we didn't have like a role model uh, mm. to break it out. It's like a uh, of course, we hear the story like Mandela and so forth. Yeah. But they were political. They were so far. If you come from the ghetto, those people are so far, they're untouchable. Yes. Uh, there is no. They they
0: they almost sound like mythical characters, like ex- Jesus, and exactly, Abraham. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And may need to do things. So mm. I was like, um, well, maybe I'm gonna be the first one coming from this, um, from the village to the ghetto, mm. to start doing something um, to yeah. my um, to inspire the others. Yeah. Because all of my friends, when wherever I brought some. Uh, in front of them i said let's do this they were like no 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 that's not us that is not for us that is not for us yeah even um going out to the nature like Mm -hmm. uh, we have all these national parks and things like that um but we didn't have it in the school we didn't have a book um to to look at the elephants or to read about elephants we knew Mm -hmm. elephants is nuisance yeah. Um Not something, um, there was no like educational material to teach mm. us about those things. Yeah. So eventually we grew up um, with only um, focus about um, try to break out by in, out of this life by struggling doing the same thing which um, everybody around is doing.
0: Mm. So
1: eventually there is a lot of competition. There's a lot of um, hopelessness yeah, um, because of all these obstacles you have around you. Mm. So uh, cycling around the world came from the long way. It was far before I started cycling. Yeah, The bicycle is just a means. It was mm. just a transportation I could afford. <laughs>
0: it's just a transportation that you could afford. Exactly. Um, there is, people are always stuck at where they need to start, you know, starting to do something. When, of course, before you started the journey of Chile to Kilimanjaro, you had done a lot of a lot of riding the bicycle here in Africa, and there are a lot of obstacles. Uh, in your book, you 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 put it very clearly that. The biggest problem that you had while cycling was, what were, were visas? You were denied a visa by the South African embassy. You were denied a visa by the uh, by the British embassy. You were denied a visa by the Chilean embassy. You were denied a visa by all by the British. I mean, by everyone. Mm. Mm. So I wanted, I wanted, <clears throat> when you when you when you had this idea of starting to cycle around the world. What, what were some of the things that were going on in your mind, the impossibilities? What, how did you how did you sit down and say that, you know what, I see a mountain before me mm. and I want to climb this mountain. What is that thing that, 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 that made you start doing it?
1: Well, um, so you see, I'll go back to uh, growing up in the 40s of Krimanjaro. Yeah. So trying to pay some school fees at some points, um, yeah. I had to climb the mountain yeah as a potter um, you, yeah, so I carry things yeah. uh, for seven days you are up in the mountain, you're eating one meal, you are on this cold weather and uh. terrible and, yeah horrible weather but uh, um you don't have equipment and yeah. um, sometimes you exp- But the, the, the
0: people that you are you, that you are helping up the mountain had the equipment oh yeah, they're tourists, they're equipped, they' come full equipped <laughs> uh, unfortunately
1: uh, you know uh, they have
0: the shoes, they have the jackets they have the they have the gloves they have everything
1: oh man they're like they're going to the moon <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: they're like they're going to the moon sometimes they look at it, they look at me they look at us like uh, you have these broken shoes it's entering the water they don't know how you do it because uh, for them they cannot let the uh, the, the foot out they are they're full equipped and they look at you you're like you're going to you're just taking a walk in the park
0: yeah
1: pretty much <laughs> mm. so uh, that's started uh, started raising my curiosity what is our difference um, and um, I'll discuss with my friends like, uh, uh, and the things about see, our social economy or our, um, our poverty, our, um, our, uh, our life. Mm. It was the biggest question uh, around the discussion with my friend like uh, are we going to live like this? Are we, are we cast to live like this? Yeah. So um, among of those questions um, I find that um, probably not a, the problem is not economy. It's About us, mm. it's about um, daring, it's about taking a step yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, to break from that cycle. Yeah, so um, the bicycle actually came. I, I wasn't a rider, I, I grew up in a place where there was no bicycle. Uh, I learned where is this place, Iringa? No, in Kilimanjaro, Kilimanjaro, yeah, Kilimanjaro. And um, I came to land to ride a bicycle when I was about 17 years old. Yeah, this, this was in Dar es Salaam, yeah. and um. Um, the bicycle didn't come anything to me until when I just um, decided that um, I'm going to travel um, from uh, the, the city I was living in Arusha to go and see my grandparents in the foothills of Krimajaro, mm. And uh, my friends say, like, um, uh, we can go with the bicycles. And that was the first trip uh, with the bicycle. It was a torture. Yeah. Uh, when we came back, we threw away the bicycles, and they, yeah, we didn't want anything to do with those bicycles anymore. <laughs> At least it's only me went back. We were three people, and all of them, the I don't see, I don't think they, they ride a bicycle these days. Mm. Maybe just around the park. But, um, but the lesson I learned from that day, that's um, it's what remained with me. The people they came uh, to us wherever we stopped. Oh, you, what are you guys doing? Oh, we traveled the busco from point A to point B. They were like, "Real? Can you do that?" Oh, give these people chai, so they will buy us a chai. I was like, yeah. "So it's a, it's a thing." Um, there was a sense of um, uh, inspiration. People they were a little bit inspired. Okay, they will come and we start talking, and they will uh, say, "Oh, maybe I can do the same." Or uh, the, the conversation around and the atmosphere changed. So um, that was the first thing. But the second was for me, I was close to the, to the environments. The place I used to see in the car, now I could stop and like check out this uh, termite mound and talk with the villagers, discuss mm. about the farming. And um, I, I was getting a lot of knowledge and there was a lot of communication which uh, yeah. otherwise won't happen. Mm. Um, so those things uh, made me sit down and think like, ah, actually I can use a bicycle for more. And uh, by the time um, I was in, um, I, I just done with the um, college and uh, there was a little bit of yeah, stress of finding a job, as you know. Um, mm. And uh, what I tried to do is um, I tried to be innovative. I said like, um, let me travel to few region in Tanzania. I add up my, uh, my experience and maybe this will be better for me to get a job. So mm. that was uh, 2008, I think. Um, it's when I started traveling with the bicycle in Tanzania. And that will say the beginning of the Chile to Kill eventually.
0: Mm. Yeah. So I was asking you the question uh, of, of, of impossibilities. When you, when you are faced with an impossibility, right. something that you need to do, how do you convince yourself that this is, this is something I can do? When, when you decided to go to the British Embassy, South African Embassy, mm. to look for these visas, mm. what, what did you say in your heart that this is what I want to do? Um, I had a, I think I, I, was,
1: I was seeing myself as a winner. And, yeah. th- and those guys, I, I put them as a the loser. <laughs> yes, yes. I changed, the, I changed the picture. You changed the picture? I changed the picture because uh, mm. uh, it started with getting... Um, to, to, uh, to explain to people about my thoughts. Mm. Everybody discouraged me. Mm-hmm. So that was a like, huh, okay, let me see how far this can go. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was to get, get passports. And uh, yeah, the officials, they were like, it was big no. And I have to go around and go around and eventually find the right people. Yeah. So I started building this picture that actually we have the right people here and there. I have mm-hmm. to work a little bit harder to find them.
0: There are some, there are some right people in the right places that I need to get. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I thought, I, or I, perhaps I, the right things that I need to do.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was the right thing to do. Sometime in Africa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could have to stretch your your hand a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, the the sense of um, at some point, I lost the sense of impossible.
0: Yeah. Um, a sense of impossible. Yeah. You lose a sense of impossible. I
1: lost that. I didn't want him. First of all, I feel like him wherever somebody was mentioned that word, my ears will, will block. So the impossible word really into me. I mm. could hear like, I didn't hear that's him. I just hear like possible, 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 yeah, possible. Yeah. Uh, I laugh, I just like make, uh, wherever people that say it's impossible, I laugh. Uh, I remember meeting some people and they were like, uh, total, like they discouraged. But for me, I was like, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. maybe a little bit, a little bit more. I so, be- um, the big noise I was getting these offices, I was um trying a little bit to to, to push at some embassy, I camped outside the, the embassy. Um, you, you,
0: you went, you did what? I camped, I put
1: my tents not very far from the, from the embassy. Yeah, so they, wherever they go to the office, they will see my tents. Um, wherever they they they, they wake up, they come to the office,
0: they find me there. Where, 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 for example, did you do this?
1: I think I was trying to get back then was um. Uh, maybe South Africa they used to we, Tanzania. We still needed a visa. Mm. So I think in Namibia I, I was staying at the South African embassy um, um, Like the company which was not very far. Mm. So eventually they will see me uh, They saw me like wherever they go to the office. Yeah, and sometimes they come to the office. They find me sitting there uh, It's not all the time works, but I I I become a little bit of sometimes a nuisance. A nuisance them. to yeah. people, and yeah. I think
0: I think in life sometimes you have to be a nuisance to a particular problem for you to solve it. The problems uh, sort of uh, knows you, understands you, mm-hmm. and uh, the problem will even show you how to solve it. Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah. Or maybe uh, because most of the answers I was getting, they mm-hmm. were not they were not reasonable. They you were not reasonable. Yeah, they were rehearsing. For me, they sound like somebody told you to say this. It's not you. So I, I I want them to, to tell me real, like, it's it's we're looking for a solution here. Yeah. Um, I don't know why you're stopping me to, to travel in your country. There's no right reason. There's so, no re- right reason to, yeah. to stop me from traveling to your yeah. country. So I was trying to get to them, like, think, think with me. Think with me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hear what I have to say. Exactly. yeah And hear yourself.
1: Yeah. Don't just... Uh, close the door don't say no i'm here just like you can talk yes yeah i can understand whatever you tell me something different i will yeah. understand you mm. and um that's a little bit can silly. you
0: tell me some, can you tell me some of the most the most during your 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 travel from chile uh, from uh, south america chile to kilimanjaro what are some of the most uh difficult situations that you remember and how you solved them
1: man, mm, yeah. I think like uh, for five years I was solving problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there,
0: there, there, there are others that have the remained. Yeah. There <laughs> are others that have with you that you will say that you know I will never forget this one. Uh, well, I think the the
1: biggest one is when I was wanted to quit. When I was like, yeah, um, um, I'm going to stop this madness. And mm. um, I think it's when I faced with um, the challenge of going through the Atacama deserts. Uh, Which is among of the driest desert in the world. Yeah, and then all of a sudden have to climb to these Andes mountains.
0: um, So um, you are you are you are traveling through a very hot uh, climate. Yeah, and then suddenly you are into the Andes where which is extremely extremely uh, freezing cold. Which is freezing cold.
1: Exactly. So those uh, and then being alone, like those are like deepest
0: loneliness. It's among of my deepest. What What is the what is the farthest you ever go days without seeing anyone? Maybe a week a week yeah i think a week
1: about a week without yeah. seeing any human being yeah without seeing any. Uh, yeah i see animals but uh, no human being
0: yeah 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 about a week. and then you were telling me this story in the andes where where, where you you would travel mm. and then you'd get lost
1: yeah 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 i get lost uh, and the funnest thing is like i'm using these old maps um my everything i was like improvising is like from the ghetto uh, you're trying to improvise with what you get. Mm. Uh, digital notes, there I could not get um, get uh, the digital things back then. Mm. So some of the map, uh, the places where the road was totally changed, and I end up in some villages. And um, um, the fun thing is, like, um, you uh, in these mountains is so far up there, yeah. And the, I'm sure a lot of them they've never seen a black man they were yeah. not seeing an African showing mm, up in their, mm, in their mm. neighborhood mm. so uh, when people they see me they were, they were not coming to me when I approach them they ran away mm. so this is those are the, like a, the challenging like you go to those people you want to ask for direction they mm. go away yeah. so you have a challenge that uh, the roads. i'm lost i'm i'm i'm, I'm in the mountains and i'm trying to get to somewhere but uh, i cannot i don't have a road to get there so i'm going around i'm going around in the in the in, in these villages, and I found some time myself at the same place, um, and uh, yeah, that was a bit of a challenge. But yeah. eventually, uh, I think uh, people they become like accustomed. They maybe they lost, uh, the sense of danger went down, yeah. and now they could uh, they could be approachable. Yeah, some older people, okay. and uh, I could ask for directions.
0: So so I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to ask specifically about this challenge of 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 traveling from. Uh, Chile to Kilimanjaro Mm. how did you start like what was the route like so that so that listeners can also get the idea of how you started so you started while you were in Tanzania yes and then Um, and then you you cycled to to which to uh, Kenya or how did you how
1: what what is the journey like throughout um so the first trip was uh, around Tanzania. I cycle around Tanzania and then when it came back um I start I I said that I'm going to start from Arusha to South Africa. So I started from the city I'm living in Arusha mm-hmm. and uh, there's a place called Clock Tower it's like they say it's halfway from Cairo to Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And it, from there is where um, I gather my friends and some of my relatives, and they came out, um, they accompanied me to get out of the city. But all, all of them, they thought I was going to come back the next day. So <laughs> 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 they yeah. were like, oh, well, let's give him a
0: day, he's yeah. going to come back. Yeah,
1: I spent a six month of preparation, but uh, none of them, they will come closer to believe that say, I can travel from... Uh, Tanzania to South Africa. Yeah, they will ask me a reasonable question. Which road? Yes. Which language are you gonna speak? Yeah. Uh, how this road is gonna connect? So it was reasonable. But for me, I didn't think about that. So I thought about um, from point A to point B. So the first day I cycle 100 kilometers out of the town, mm-hmm. um, and it's um, from Arusha to the Maasai Land. Yeah. Um, it's called Komolo, yeah. um, and then from there, about the three days took me to the capital of the country Dodoma. Yeah. And then from the Doma, I was in Iringa, and
0: Iringa was in Mbeya. Iringa was, is Iringa is really really far. Even from from Arusha to Iringa by bus is is like twenty four hours drive, <laughs> something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I was in Iringa. I think maybe less than a week, because I also remember I was scared deep down. I was I was I was scared. I I didn't know where I was going to get. So I was like trying to go as fast as possible. <laughs> 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 so um, I was in Iringa very quick. And I think that was my first blog entry I wrote when I was in Iringa. I tried to yeah, to update the, my, my friends and whoever was following me. And um, myself, when I was writing it, I was in an uh, internet cafe. I, I thought about like, man, I'm already here. So I can go to the next place. So that's uh, every single step actually motivates me. Mm-hmm. So once I go to Iringa, I knew I could go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think in less than a month, I was in Lusaka. In Lusaka, Zambia. In, in Zambia. And yeah. that was the biggest thing. And the television actually come to me. <laughs> yeah. They saw me riding in the city. And they, they, they pulled up the van and I had an interview. I was like, okay, all right. I'm actually doing something. And um, within about two months, I was in, um, in, uh, in Zimbabwe. Uh, Zimbabwe. Yeah, Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when um, I started getting the momentum. But mm. I started getting more tired when I hit Botswana and mm. in Namibia. Mm. Uh, my body really wore down uh, mm. because I was not doing any planning for like physical planning or whatever, maybe eating and so forth. So I started getting extremely exhausted, but I was still pushing. I was still pushing. And I think uh, with the combination of dealing with the visa issues it's when I'm mentally and physically now, I'm tired. Mm. i'm refused visas i'm physically tired and uh, those two things is what i deal with and um uh, probably throughout the journey those two things is what i I, maybe a little bit more of the uh, mental parts than the physical parts (laughs) so from
0: from africa you 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 got into which city outside outside africa Which the first city that you that you landed outside africa
1: uh buenos aires that was the first city I arrived. City so of, so
0: from which country? From Af- which African city? Yeah, uh, uh, South country. Africa.
1: I flew from South Africa.
0: So from South Africa, you, you, you cycled direct to Argentina?
1: No, I didn't cycle to Argentina across the water. I flew uh, from South Africa, from Johannesburg yeah. to Buenos Aires.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah.
1: And I had to go to Buenos Aires because I didn't go a Chilean visa in Africa. Yeah. So my option was like, yeah, I got to Buenos Aires yeah. and uh, I probably walked the visa there. Okay. Uh, so that's why I ended up landing in this um about um, yeah 20 million people city yeah and um, that was a big shock for me yeah, yeah. so you put your bicycle in your in, in a plane yeah I dismantled my bicycle put it in the box uh, everything all of my yeah most of my equipment some of my equipment I was shipping them yeah, to Buenos Aires but uh, um yeah I just put my bicycle in the box and flew and then, and
0: then now and then now and then you went to you went to then from, uh, from Argentina, you went to Chile. Yeah, to Chile. Because then it, from Chile, that's when you started your journey back to Tanzania.
1: Yes, but I had to start in, in Argentina because at some point, uh, I spent more than three weeks, as you can see in the book. Um, I lost the hope to get a visa. So I started changing my mind that uh, maybe I go to Bolivia. But I, anyhow, I decided to, at uh, a city called Mendoza in, um, in Argentina, yeah. I put my bicycle together. And I put all my my gears and I started cycling. Yeah. And um, there is where I got my, actually my Chilean visa came through. So I decided eventually to start cycling from Argentina. And how far
0: was it from the Buenos Aires to, to the to the Chilean border?
1: Uh, from Mendoza to um, to Chilean border was about uh, two or three days of biking. I yeah. Think so yeah, mm. yeah. And I chose to go to Mendoza because it was the last option because I, saw, I thought this city is close to Chile. So if I'm not going to go to Chile, I'm going to ride to the border yeah, with Argentina and Chile. So at least I'm like, because I wanted to start in Chile, I'm going to start at the border.
0: Ah, uh, uh, you're going to start with the border of Chile? Yeah, border of Chile. No man's land.
1: Yeah, no man's land. And, okay. <laughs> but eventually they, they they let me in.
0: So they saw you and said, let's give you a visa.
1: Uh, no, I just went to the different members, the same uh, like Chilean members, but a different one. So... Different from the one in South Africa?
0: Different from the one in in, in Tanzania?
1: No, Tanzania, we don't have actually any neighbors. So I was in Kenya. I walked my visa in Kenya and I saw no hope. Mm. Because everything was like big, big block. And I thought Mm. like, yeah, okay, maybe I tried South Africa. And it was like big, big no. So I say... Argentina will be the closest one. So they see me in Argentina. I'm already I'm here. So I'm already here yeah, in, in, in South America. It's yes. next door. Yeah. <laughs> um, because the questions are always like, um, where is your ins- travel insurance, which I didn't have. Mm. Where is the two-way tickets, flight tickets? I don't need a two-way flight tickets. I'm gonna ride a bicycle. For <laughs> <them>. <laughs> yeah. Which road are you going to travel the bicycle? I bring out my map, but I, no 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 no. Uh, invitation letters, uh, bank accounts, certain amount of money in, in, in the bank. So I I tried to... I thought maybe I should convince them I could fly to, to your country, but I, I'm going to ride a bicycle. So I started in, in Kenya, and then um, South Africa, and then Buenos Aires, and then the Mendoza. So Mendoza is where a surprise came in. Um, I, I went in there with no hope, and I tried to explain to this guy who at least could um, Speak a little bit of english because the challenge also was a language when you try to get a, a v vi- to explain your official situation in spanish where you have like 10 words of spanish <laughs> it's not so easy <laughs> so you're like visa 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 and they're like yeah telling all this you don't understand so this um, this person who i met there i tell him like look i've been doing like three six months of this thing i have dealing with you but i haven't got any clue why you don't give me a visa so he went to his computer. He checked. He saw the case, and he oh, they already logged
0: and denied, denied the visa.
1: Yeah, he, he checked, and uh, I think he saw the the case, and um, he make a calls here and there. Uh, I, he probably uh, tell me to go and come back, but he maybe not. But he say, come um, come at four. I remember I tell come at four, your visa will be ready, which was like, what? Uh, yeah, come at four, your visa will be ready. And you remember, six months I've tried to get this single, like a small piece of paper in my passports. Yeah. And now somebody's telling me, yeah, you can have it. Um, so I was really excited. And uh, he, um, at four, I went there, and they, there was a visa printed in my my passports uh, for the Chile. Um, so you get into Chile, uh, and so then I, you
0: start you start you start your journey from Chile now to Kilimanjaro. Yeah.
1: Now I could get inside the Chile and. Um, uh, I tried to avoid uh, Santiago, so I was in the age of Santiago because it's so big and uh, I'm, I'm a rural person and mm-hmm. um, I try to, to stay out of big cities. And um, yeah, from there is where um, I met some few people, uh, some of the ho- people that host me, and um, eventually it was a big thing in Chile because uh, I- I'm not sure how, but I um, for them, it was like somebody come from Africa. He's gonna start a journey from uh, from our country. I remember listening to some of the questions from the interview. Uh, they were very. They, they were. It was touching. Um, mm. So eventually, it was, um, it was a thing. That's so
0: you you started your journey to Chile and then into which country?
1: Um, to Bolivia. Bolivia. So the plan was to go to Peru, but uh, I was already exhausted with the visa. And wherever Peruvian embassy was trying, they were like. Uh, I mentioned Tanzania, like a um, visa, or which country? Tanzania. And they will scroll in the computer, they take a while to scroll, they come back and say, Tasmania? I was like, no. (laughs) Taiwan? No. (laughs) Tanzania? They will ask one another, (laughs) Tanzania? (laughs) Tanzania? But but most most of the time, when we mention Tanzania, they'll be so excited. How are the demos of Tasmania? I've never watched a movie which is called The Demos of Tasmania. Yeah. And I have One, I know Tasmania is in Australia, so it clearly is not. But how are the demos of Tasmania? I was like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. There is no demos of Tanzania. So um, eventually they will tell me, oh, you're not American, yeah? Mm. Uh, you're not Tasmania, you're not Taiwanese. Uh, Africa. Oh, Africa. Go to a capital, South Africa. So for them, apparently, Africa is one country. Capital is in South Africa. Wow. <laughs> there, there is where you have to be to get your visa. There is no way out. Okay. No way. They have one person. Maybe he's a businessman. I don't know. Back then, uh, he's there staying. He's a Peruvian, but he's staying in South Africa. So you have to you have to go and talk with him, and he maybe write a paper and wherever, and then you can get your visa. But not here. So they didn't have any. Um, they didn't know what is the requirements. They didn't know, like the country clearly was to... Of Tasmania. Okay. So, so you went to Bolivia? I had to go to Bolivia.
0: Then from Bolivia
1: <clears throat> uh, to Brazil.
0: To Brazil? Yeah. And okay. then from Brazil?
1: Uh, in Brazil, I, got, I went to Colombia, but I, the visa issues brought me back to Brazil. Yeah. I tried to get to Venezuela and the visa issues and tried to get to Panama. It was too crazy. So I had to flee all the way to Mexico.
0: To uh, Mexico, yeah, from Brazil Mexico, to Mexico City.
1: Mexico City, uh-huh. and from Mexico City is when I start riding again uh, to US, uh, United States.
0: So you from Mexico, you went to the United
1: States, yeah, and then from the United States, the United States again become a big block. Uh, it was winter; everything is frozen in Canada, uh, and my plan was to go to Alaska, yes, uh, you, to cross I mean, to Russia, yes, uh, but Russian vi- they could not give me a visa, um, and nobody from there, even Canada, can give me a visa. Uh, I have to be my resident country. It was the biggest no. Like, you have to go back home to get a Canadian visa. So I'm in the U.S., I'm in the border, I'm in Seattle, and I went to the embassy, to Canadian embassy, which is like next door. It's one-hour drive to Canada. And they say, no, uh, no, we cannot give you a visa. You have to go back to Tanzania. Uh, my passport was already finished. Uh, everything became jammed. Um, so from a um, U.S., I had to come back to Tanzania. And uh, I'm, I'm happy I came back because it was a, you know, I, I needed a, a little bit of rest because I was tired. Mm. So from there, I walked my visas, my passports, um, and um, I could not go to Russia still. So instead of going to Russia to connect my dots, I went to the northern tip of uh, Europe in Norway. Yeah. Uh, and from Norway, I started cycling down, uh, coming to Africa.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. Then from Norway, you you pass through which country? Sweden, Sweden,
1: Denmark. Mm. Then um, uh, from Denmark to German, mm. uh, Holland. Holland to France. France to England, and come back to France again to Luxembourg, um, because I was engaging in some the like uh, public talkings and people that will inviting me here and there. Yeah. Um, from German to um, from France to Spain, and then Spain to Morocco.
0: Spain to Morocco.
1: Yeah, and then I started cutting down the African countries. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. there's so many. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mauritania, Senegal, Guinea Bissau, mm. uh, Guinea Conakry, mm. Liberia, Sierra Leone. Um, mm. Yeah, Benin, Togo, Nigeria uh cameroon congo mm. brazzaville mm. Uh, congo drc then rwanda uh. <laughs> then you're in tanzania <laughs> uh, i didn't went to tanzania straight i came to kenya uh, from uh, rwanda i came to um yeah i went to tanzania but i come i, I went to i came to nairobi to do a bbc program and then cross from from nairobi to tanzania
0: to Arusha. yeah and that was the end of jordan that's the end of the that's all the end of the journey <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much uh, elvis muniz it, thank you. it's it's an impossibility that i think that if we put our mind to something then we can always do it for real for real yeah, yeah. Uh, thank, thank you for, very much for sharing your story yeah uh, thank, you. thank you very much listeners and I hope that uh, y- anything that in your life that you think is a possibility, you- it can always be uh, possible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you very much, Brother <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.